Good morning, world. Today is Palm Sunday, April 5th, 2020. My name is Wes Allen. I am the pastor of New Covenant Presbyterian Church of Mount Laurel, New Jersey. We are located at 240 Creek Road, about one half mile off of exit 43 in Rancocas Woods. It's good to be with y'all. Usually we gather for worship each week at 11 a.m. However, due to COVID-19, I'm bringing the word of God to you from the comfort of my living room where I have been self-isolating for nearly two weeks with my wife, my nine-year-old daughter and six-year-old son, and of course, my handsome 13-year-old black lab, Clarence. Clarence, don't you go dying on me, buddy. You keep me sane. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm living in the movie Groundhog's Day, except I haven't learned French, the piano, or ice sculpting. I am ready for this pandemic to end and for life to return to some semblance of normality. Looking forward to seeing you all in the near future, but for now, this will do. Our scripture lesson this morning comes from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. However, you can feel free to follow along in any translation you would like. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their coats on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. During this pandemic, my wife, kids, and I have found ourselves watching uh, more movies than we typically would. The other night, we watched Aladdin. Now, you may be more familiar with uh, maybe the Aladdin starring Robin Williams that came out when I was a kid in the uh, mid-90s. However, we watched the one that came out just a couple years ago or last year starring Will Smith as the genie. Now, I'll save my commentary on this one versus the older one. Uh, for another time, but the movie spoke to me as I was ruminating on this passage, uh, this passage of uh, for Palm Sunday, where Jesus is entering the city of Jerusalem on the donkey. Now, in the movie, shortly after Aladdin becomes a prince and meets the genie and starts his wishes, uh, he becomes the prince and enters the town with much fanfare and excitement. And uh, his whole purpose of doing this is to win the heart of Princess Jasmine. But in the 
uh, in the movie, you see everything. Everything is singing and dancing to announce the arrival of Prince Ali. It's almost like in Romans where Paul tells us that all of creation sings out um, to, to God, to the Lord. Uh, it's everything is singing and dancing to announce the arrival of this prince, Prince Ali. And so in our text this morning, uh, in our passage, there's much fanfare. There's much excitement. Uh, something big is taking place as Jesus is entering into the sound. Something big is going on. Now, there's some people that are participating in the fanfare. They realize that something big is taking place. They're laying their coats down. They're uh, waving the palms. They're laying the palms down. They're shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. They're participating, but there's some other people that aren't quite sure what's going on. They're kind of inquisitive. They're asking, well, who is this? Who is this guy? So that's a question that a lot of us may be asking this week going into uh, Holy Week. Who is this guy, Jesus? What's this all mean? Who is this and why is he here? And so what I want to do today is shed perhaps maybe a little bit more light on this passage and the significance of Jesus's entry uh, into uh, Jerusalem. The one thing is that Jesus is uh, entering into the town. He's coming in on a donkey. Uh, a donkey, it's it's not a uh, a symbol of power. It's a, it's a workhorse. You could say that Jesus is a representative of uh, working class uh, Main Street folk. Uh, but Jesus is not entering in to the town in a triumphant way like a uh, political figure or a governor or a military uh, general uh, who's announcing this kind of victory. Uh, one of the interesting things about the actual gospel, if you don't know, so gospel is unangalion, which in uh, which is the Greek term for the good news. And a lot of times a political figure would stand up and they would preach the gospel. They would say, the victory is ours. We conquered this tribe. We conquered this nation. We have the victory. And that's where we get gospel. The gospel is the good news of the victory that we have in Jesus Christ as our redeemer and as our savior and our sustainer. So here Jesus is. He's riding in on uh, this donkey, uh, this working animal. And he's coming in and there's a sign of liberation, a sign that good news is at the threshold uh, of where these people are in the beginning of this celebration of the Passover season, which again is another uh, symbolic uh, um, thing for the, the Jewish people, the Passover. It's the time when Jesus uh, spared those who had uh, marked their doorposts with blood and the angel of death had passed over. It was something that the people uh, in Jewish history had celebrated every single year and continue to celebrate. And so this is the beginning of the Passover. Jesus is coming in. He's coming in to liberate. We know it's a sign of liberation because the people are shouting Hosanna. Hosanna literally means save us. And they're also waving palms, which palms, if you look in uh, the first book of the Maccabees, chapter 13, verses 49 through 51, uh, in there, uh, the the Jewish people, after they liberate themselves from an oppressive nation, um, they wave these palms. It's a sign of liberation. And so people get that, you know, people are understanding who is this Jesus? Well, this Jesus is coming in to liberate them. 
He's coming in there to, to save them. Now, he's not coming in there in a dominant way. He's not coming in there in an authoritarian way. Uh, militarily, he's not coming in there to dominate and oppress the people uh, and liberate them in that way, where now you will have to succumb to the rules and the uh, rigors of this kingdom of God. But he's coming in there literally to set people free, to set people free from themselves, to set people free from the political chains uh, that oppress them in their society. He's coming in there to set them free from the chains that wear us down, the chains of our own sin. Jesus is coming in to set people free. And that's what we are kicking off this week as we begin to celebrate Holy Week and what happens next Sunday when we celebrate Easter. Uh, we're celebrating today the beginning of Jesus's journey to the cross, the beginning of Jesus's journey to liberate me to liberate you and to set us free. And so what we see here is what John Calvin has called the threefold office of Christ. You've got Christ as king, right? He's coming in, he's saying that that he is the king, but he's not a king like most people. Um, he's coming in with humility. He's riding in on this donkey. It's not going to be this oppressive structure. He's also coming in as the prophet. Right, so people are connecting that Jesus is uh, is something that the prophets from old, so Zephaniah, for example, have said that he will come here. He will ride in on a donkey. Jesus is a prophet. Now, a prophet isn't what we often think of. Like, uh, you know, you're in the store and you see an article. Uh, you know, Nostradamus predicted this. No, that's not the kind of prophet that Jesus is. A prophet, in its truest sense is somebody that is literally crying out, trying to connect a people that have gone astray from God and is calling out to connect them, to reunite them with God. And that's part of that salvific purpose of who God is. So as the king, he's establishing a new order. As a prophet, Jesus is calling people back to God. And then Jesus is also the priest. And we don't necessarily see the priest thing uh, in, in this passage, but you'll see it in the next um, section of scripture, where in starting in verse 12, Jesus, one of the first places he goes is to the temple, where everybody's making their pilgrimage uh, during this Passover season. And so Jesus in that temple, he sees that there's some things going awry. Thing, people are getting shortchanged uh, and people are getting taken advantage of. And so what Jesus does is he clears the temple. And the role of the priest in the temple is one who uh, literally brings in that the offering and makes and gives it to God and prevents it or presents it and is able to say to somebody, you are saved. You are absolved by God. You are now clean. You were once unclean, but now you are clean. And this is kind of the priest role of Jesus. And so that's coming kind of more and more into fruition. And people know that salvation is here. They might not know specifically how salvation will unfold, uh, but we will begin to see that as the week uh, carries on and the story of the passion of the Christ unfolds uh, as we study it and meditate on it this week. So what does this passage say to us today during a 
pandemic, as we're uh, wearing masks out in public, as we're isolating ourselves in our homes. What does this passage uh, have to say uh, to us? Well, the one is that there is hope. There is hope, and that hope comes from Christ. And that as stressed as we may be at the current situation, we know an end will come. And we know that uh, hopefully our trust is in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that, uh, and so where I see this in the text is that there are people that are shouting out. They know who Jesus is, the one who saves us, right? They're shouting out Hosanna. And then there's also, you know, but salvation hasn't fully come yet. They know he's here to save. And there's a component of liberation, right, in the symbolism of Jesus coming into the city. But yet salvation is something that will happen and is happening. And so for us, I see myself as living in the tension, the tension between being saved right here and right now, but also a future salvation. And that future salvation might be what we've come to understand and know as heaven or eternal life or the establishment of a new kingdom here on earth uh, as it is in heaven, as it's said in the prayer that Jesus teaches uh, the disciples to say. Um, but there's also this salvation now. And so what I want to do this week during this pandemic is to is to revel in the fact that Jesus is here uh, to save me and that this salvific process is that it's a process. It's not something that is going to happen somewhere else down the line. It happens now. It happens with Jesus entering into Jerusalem. The process is already unfolding. But then it's also something that is constantly refined. It's something that's continually taking shape. And we see that in our own lives by what, how we understand the Holy Spirit coming into our lives. How we understand the Holy Spirit actually making us new in this uh, wonderful thing that we call sanctification of that God actually kind of changes us from who we are as a sinful people. And though we continue to sin uh, and to be alienated and separated from God, we know uh, that we are connected to God through Jesus Christ. And so my hope as we're going through this pandemic is to, uh, as I want to beat myself up, I want to scream out the window, I want to connect with people, uh, I want to be a part of a, a community. And as much as I love my family and my kids, um, you know, they're starting to get at their wits ends with each other. They're complaining, oh, there's nothing to do, even though they have tons of things to do. Um, or they start bickering and fighting with one another. Or, you know, around three o'clock every day, they want to stop listening to my wife and I uh, as we're trying to instruct them or get them to do something for school or to stop bothering each other or perhaps stop bothering us. Um, but, you know, it's easy for us to get at our wits ends. It's, it's easy for us uh, to give up. But in this text, we see people that, that haven't given up, people that haven't given up on uh, God. And they see Christ entering in to Jerusalem and they celebrate. And so I hope we have a lot of hope going into this week. I hope that this passage gives us hope uh, that we don't have to just 
get tied down or bogged down by the monotony and the never-ending routine of our day, but that we can celebrate that a hope is here and that that hope brings salvation and restoration and that we know that this too will pass. And in the coming weeks or the coming months, we will be reunited with people that perhaps we haven't been able to see or to connect with, uh, but that we will Uh, but that right now we can be connected to Christ uh, who gives us uh, hope and who gives us promise and has come to redeem us. So who is this Christ? This Christ is the one who comes in to liberate. He is the King, the King of Kings. He is the prophet. He calls us back to God and he's the priest, the atonement uh, for our sin that is able to permanently unite us so that we cannot be separated from God. God is here in our midst. God is here with you and God loves you. And that's my hope for you this week. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll try to make this a regular occurrence throughout this week. Well, I want to thank you for listening to our first podcast. Uh, what we're going to be trying throughout the week to uh, make things better and to improve maybe some of the audio quality or um, you know the access to this. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it is a stressful time, and uh, be safe out there. Uh, we will come back to you later this week on Monday, Thursday, and Good Friday, and then I'll see you all on Sunday for the celebration of the resurrection. God bless. Have a great week.